Hello and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green. At the Everyday Christian Podcast, we remind ourselves that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. This is the third season with the Scattered Abroad Network of podcasts. We're certainly thankful for the Scattered Abroad Network and all the different podcasts that we have for you to choose to listen to throughout the week. And we're also thankful for the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee for uh, sponsoring our network and, and overseeing this good work. We're recording live from Pulaski, Tennessee today. I guess not live, but uh, in preparation for this episode and this season, we are recording in Pulaski today. And uh, we've been recording our joint podcast with all the different hosts. And right now I've got one of those hosts and one of our co-directors of the podcast uh, or the, the network of podcasts, Caleb Rutherford, with me today. And certainly I'm thankful that you're here to record this episode with me. Appreciate the opportunity. Caleb, as I said, is one of the co-directors <coughs> along with Michael Clark for the Scattered Abroad Network. And uh, Caleb's a good buddy of mine. We, we go back a long way. Uh, we were in preaching school together. And uh, you want to tell us about your family? Yeah, um, I, I guess probably by the, well, definitely by the time our audience hears this, uh, we will have a baby girl uh, having been born into this world. Her due date is November 24th, so whatever day this uploads, uh, we most certainly will have a, Cons- uh, a baby. Considerably in the future from now, but we're, we're in October of 2021 right. recording this. Right, so we got about five weeks left but um, at the time of this recording, but we're super excited. Uh, I know life's about to change uh, with that, but uh, just super grateful um, for the blessing uh, of a child. Um, Kaylin and I have been married uh, four years in December, so again, probably by the time you hear this, we will have already been married for four years. Uh, currently labor with the congregation here in Pulaski, the East Hill Church of Christ, um, as their, um, really, I guess, as their minister. Um, I have been taken, I've taken over all of the uh, preaching um, and uh, most of the teaching, um, different different things like that, most of the ministerial duties. So uh, trying to figure my schedule out in that way, too. <laughs> yeah, if I had uh, two words of advice for you, Caleb, it'd be buckle up. <laughs> no you, kidding. You've got a big journey ahead of you yep. with, with parenthood and then yep. also increasing your responsibilities here, but I know you I know you well enough to know you're going to do a great job. So. Well, I appreciate that. I'm definitely looking forward, uh, you know, to, to, to the challenge of right. it all, um, but certainly uh, all of the blessings that, that come with uh, both aspects of this. So Absolutely. I'm excited for it. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit more about the Scattered Abroad Network and, and about your podcast, the Transform Podcast. Yeah, so the network, um, we launched it in January of 2021. Um, and, uh, we have a podcast for every single day of the week. Um, and we're excited about that, about all the content that we're able to put out. We're also grateful, um, for what we call special podcasts and the podcasts that we, um, that we air at different times throughout the month. Um, we have some summer content that only air in the summer, and then we've got some special podcasts that air just once a month or twice a month. <clears throat> um, so, We've got all that going on. I specifically host the Transformed podcast. Uh, it comes out every Tuesday. Um, and we uh, are based out of Romans chapter 12, which is one and two, talking about transforming our minds. And uh, this past season, uh, and season two, well, season one, we talked about transforming out of, and we looked at things that we no longer need to have in our lives, um, but yet things that sometimes we, as everyday Christians, uh, still struggle with. Uh, things like selfishness, lying, uh, and actually, it's funny, we're actually going to talk about <laughs> one, right. of, one of those today. Um, but... 
Uh, then season two, we talked about transforming in two, and we looked at, we did three, um, th- three series of lessons. We did, uh, the first series was transforming into a person of faith. And I walked through Hebrews chapter 11 with my good friend, uh, Ben McDonald, uh, from the St. Louis area. And then, uh, uh, we did eight episodes and the next eight episodes were with brother Jeff Archie. Um, and we looked at, uh, Ephesians chapter six and talks about, talked about transforming into a soldier for God. And then um, in the last five episodes, um, I, I sat down with Tucker Wallace uh, from GBN and the Authentic Christian Podcast, and uh, he and I looked at uh, this idea of transforming into a Christian. And I thought, what a better way to cap off the entire season than talking about um, becoming a part of the body of Christ. And so uh, we just simply walked through um, the, the plan of salvation, and we looked at Tucker's story. Tucker's got a really cool story. If you're interested in that, I encourage you to go back um, to the Transform podcast, uh, beginning at episode, episode 17 and, and going forward, and uh, uh, you'll get to hear about Tucker's story and uh, kind of what he's been through and how he ended up to where he is today. Uh, so super neat, super neat guy. Um, he's a really cool dude. Um, but I appreciate the opportunity that, that, that I had to sit down with each of those individuals um, my last season. And then this season, we're going to kick off um, by talking about uh, this idea of Christian living. Um, we're going to look at different attributes that we need to add into our lives. Um, and have, I guess I haven't really figured out my theme yet um, at, at the time of this recording. But hopefully by the time you're hearing this, um, I will have episodes up and you will kind of know where we're going with that. Uh, but just uh, just grateful for the network um, and for uh, what it's been able to do. Again, at the time of this recording, we're at almost 35,000 downloads. Um, so hopefully by the time you hear this episode, we will be uh, quite a bit further than that. We are experiencing about 105, 110% growth um, every single month. So we're growing at a pr- pretty rapid pace, um, but we're thankful for all of our supporters. Um, all of our listeners, uh, those who those who watch our videos or anything like that, have anything to do with the network, we're thankful uh, for you um, because without you, we wouldn't be able to do any of this. Uh, but ultimately, we're grateful to God um, because without him, we wouldn't be able to do anything at all. Um, and obviously, all glory goes to him. And we're just, we're just here to try to, uh, to spread the borders of his kingdom and to try to do his work to the best of our ability. So I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Amen. Yeah, there's a lot going on at the network, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. And uh, we've got new podcast coming out this yeah. year and just so much going on. So we're, we're very thankful that we've been able to tap into this, this medium of, of podcast and it's, it's such a need. And I know there's, there's been some podcasts throughout the brotherhood for some time now, but uh, a lot of people are starting to catch on with that. And, and really uh, it's, it's so important for reaching people, especially uh, our generation. I think this Definitely. is a, a medium that is very, um, I guess, non-confrontational and, uh, you can listen to podcasts uh, while you're multitasking and things right. of that nature, and it, it it's a really good deal. So yeah, definitely, I'm definitely glad to be a part of it. Well, today we are continuing our study of looking out for landmines to our faith, and we're going to talk about selfishness today. And so, Caleb, we'd like to kick it off with this: Would you say that we live in a self-centered world? And kind of just explain uh, how so, if if you would say that. Well. First of all, absolutely. Uh, yes, we do live in a very self-centered world. Um, it seems that everything that we do um, is geared towards trying to get ourselves ahead of everyone else around us. We look at our, our, our teammates, our counterparts, our uh, you know friends, family, whatever it might be, 
Um, and it seems that we are always trying to be the best, be better than the person next to us, do all that we can to put ourselves ahead. And even in some, some instances to put those people behind us, um, not necessarily just put ourselves ahead, but to just try to, you know, maybe put them down and get them behind us. And so certainly we do live, um, in a self-centered world. I think about, um, the products that companies put out is all geared towards, um, trying to push your image and put yourself ahead, ahead of everyone else. You, you think about the TV shows, the movies, the magazines, the music, uh, you know, I think about makeup for, for ladies um, and how, you know, stuff like that. It's all geared towards trying to make yourself this great person um, that is so much better than everyone else. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't try to have this self-confidence about yourself. You certainly need to have that. I think you would agree with that. Um, but, it also gets to a point, though, to where you can go, I guess, too far with that and just think that you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, we've got to understand our place, you know. Athletes. <laughs> right. Where we fall in this world. Yeah, athletes. I mean, you think about these multi-millionaire, million-dollar, you know, athletes who um, who who play sports for a living, which is cool. I mean, if you can do that, fantastic, you know. Um, I, I love watching sports. You and I, we're both big, you know, Cardinals baseball fans. Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll watch Cardinal baseball above anything else. Um, but – that doesn't mean, though, that just because you're in that position that you can, I guess, maybe flaunt it or you can um, just say, look, I'm just so much better than you. You know, you're a, this peasant over here that doesn't that's not worth anything because and we're going to talk about that a little bit more on, later on. But it's it, uh, so many things are all about me, myself and I. I mean, I think about like I think about Apple, you know, we're both Apple users. Right. But what's the first letter on the beginning of every single one of their products? I. I. It's, it's all about me, myself and I, what I can do for me. Um, but truly it's a detrimental kind of attitude to have if you think about it. Um, because when we, and when we're so consumed with promoting self, we end up really demoting the savior when we do that. Um, because we put so much focus on us, we don't put enough attention and enough focus on God and on Jesus. And when we do that, we lose sight of why we're here in this world in the first place. Um, and so I think it's so important. And if you think about it too, you think about Jesus and what he did on this earth. And I think we're going to talk about this a little bit later on too, but Jesus was the most selfless person in this world. Um, and we're supposed to imitate him. First Corinthians 11 verse one. Um, and so we need to do all that we can to do that. But I think about Matthew five and verse 16, ultimately um, it kind of sums up um, kind of our purpose of why we're here in this, in this world in the first place where, where Matt or Jesus rather is speaking there at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, and he says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And so ultimately, that's that's what our goal is here in this life, not to glorify ourselves, not to bring honor and glory to us. And, I, and we say that all the time here on this network. You know, We're excited about our growth. We're excited about what we've been able to do, what we've been able to accomplish, and what hopefully, Lord willing, we will continue to be able to do. But we do it all to the glory of God. And we understand that without him, we wouldn't be able to do any of the things that we do. So everything needs to be pointed towards Jesus Christ um, and what he's done for us. But certainly we, we do live in a self-centered, self-focused um, world and society. And it's sad uh, that with that we live in a world that's like that. Right. You mentioned getting ahead. And I think of terms that we've come up with like climbing the ladder. And uh, there's nothing wrong, per se, with climbing up a ladder uh, of success or whatever. But a lot of times what people do to climb that ladder is they stomp on whoever they can uh, who might get in their way. And sure. uh, certainly that's you know kind of a selfish mindset to have. And uh, it's definitely not a, a mindset of teamwork. It's all about what can I do for me. Right. Uh, number one, as people sometimes say, rather than 
the team or, or what have you. Yeah. I think about, uh, I heard on the radio recently a sermon I was listening to, and they said, do you, do you know what the number one requested funeral song for a non-religious person in the United States is? They said they had talked to funeral directors, and over and over again, it's I Did It My Way by Frank Sinatra. Really? And if you look up the lyrics to that song, it's very self-centered, mm-hmm. and it's humanistic, and sure. it's, it's all about people and, and me, 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 uh, rather than, as we've talked about, Christ, he, he taught us to not be about ourselves, but to be about others. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, selfishness is definitely something that has crept into society, unfortunately, and in a big way. And and it's really, uh, it's messed things up. And and I think we're seeing that more and more as as the decades go on. Right. Well, and you think about it too, when Jesus was here on this earth, what was he about doing? His father's business, if you think about it. And ultimately we know Jesus is God. Um, but at that time, um, he was he was his son on this earth, and so ultimately he was doing the will of his father. Um, and what he wasn't focused on himself, you know. And th- with thinking about him going to the cross, um, taking our sins to the cross, he was doing that for us. Um, yeah. And imagine if what if he had faltered? What if he what if he didn't do that? You know, where would we be today? Um, and so it, it's 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 so small in comparison. You know, when we think about what we have to do towards other other people, we think it's such a big deal, such a chore, such a responsibility. Um, but ultimately, we should want what's best for other people because that's how Jesus viewed us. He did what was best for us, even when it put him not in a great position. Um, and that's how we need to look at other people. Yeah, he came to seek and save the lost. And right. Reading through uh, John chapter 17 when mm-hmm. he's praying right before he goes to the cross, right. we, we know that he sweat. Uh, sweat drops of blood and, and agony of about what he was about to go through. But when you examine the words of his prayer, a lot of it had to do with others. Uh, oh, he was absolutely. praying for Christians. He was praying for the apostles and for those that would follow after him. Right. When you think about it, we, down through the centuries, have followed after those apostles. Right. And so he was praying for us right. when he was about to go to the cross. He, right. he was more concerned about us than what he was actually about to go yeah. through. Well, and you think about, too, that word unity um, has everything to do with everybody else. Um, yeah. And it's interesting. Um, actually, and of course, Joey Davis was just on your podcast. Uh, but he's actually my father-in-law. Um, and he he's a preacher in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But he just did a sermon series um, talking about the I in the middle. Um, and it's kind of a play on play on a, of of the letter I being in the middle of different words. And he talked about words like uh, faith and sin and pride and stuff like that. But one of the ones he talked about was the I in unity. Um, and it's interesting because we think about unity; um, it's such a self selfless thing because you have to you're doing everything you can to create unity in that bond um, together uh, with one another. But ultimately, it true in some sense it does boil down to you. Because if you're not the one trying to spread unity around, then it's not going to happen. Right. Um, and so a lot of that does have to do with you. Uh, it's, it's just weird. It has to do with you so that it can be good for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? It, it has to do with you, but it's not about you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Sermon idea. I'm there you have, go. <laughs> I'm going to have to go listen to that. All right. Well, let's go to our next question. What do you think Jesus' most stinging rebuke would be towards our selfie selfish society. Yeah, well, I think we're going to go to Luke chapter 18 here in just a minute, but I, I remember that video um, that we saw in class, Brother, was it Brother Bland or Brother Liddell showed it to us of that counselor 
Uh, oh, yeah. Remember, and that lady comes in, and she she pays. What was it? A, I don't remember. I don't remember what that video was. We have to, if we can find it, we'll, we can link it in the show notes yeah. below. But essentially, the counselor tells her two words. Do you know what those words are? He says, "Stop it." Yeah, and that was right. his counseling session. You know, yeah. um, and I can't ima- I can't help but imagine you know Jesus looking at our ridiculous society and just saying, "Stop it!" You right. know, yeah. stop being the way that you are. We have to understand that when we're on this earth, we are the created and not the creator. Um, and until we get that through our minds, we will never, ever be the right kind of people. We have to understand and be humble enough to know that we're not, we're not all that. We're not the greatest thing here. Um, but simply that you and I, we look at each other and we look at our this people, people in the world and understand that Jesus Christ died for them just as much as he died for you. And if that person is not, if you, in your mind, that person is not worth the blood of Jesus, then neither are you. Um, and that's how you have to look at it because people, um, I think we lose so much value um, in lo- when we look at other people and think that we're so much better than they are. And so it's so important that we have the right kind of attitude. And when we, when we become selfish, we do have the wrong attitude towards those around us. And again, I go back to 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1. Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And Jesus was the furthest thing from someone who is selfish. In fact, he said that he came to this earth not to be served, but to serve. And that was his whole goal and purpose. Um, and I, again, we think about, and you may want to add on onto this in Luke chapter 18, but we think about um, the Jesus talking about the 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 Pharisee and the tax collector and how the, the two went up to pray and how different uh, of, of prayers those were um, and how you and I as individuals, we need to make sure that we are, are we, we approach God like, um, like the tax collector, understanding that we too are individuals who have sinned in the past, who have made mistakes, but who have been bought with the precious blood of Jesus and that washes us away. Um, and we know that again, Romans 3.23, we've all sinned and we're deserving of death, Romans 6 and verse 23, but the blood of Jesus, if we confess those sins, are able to wash us away or wash that away. We can we can be cleansed, First John chapter 1. So what a beautiful thought that is. And we need to make sure that we don't have the attitude of the Pharisee that's here in, in Luke chapter 18. Right. If you just look at that prayer of the Pharisee, the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men. Right. Uh, extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give things, uh, tithes of all that I possess. And so uh, the tax collector, on the other hand, he's not. it's not all about him. Right. He says, look, uh, please be merciful to me, a sinner. And so Jesus is showing us very clearly here, it's not about us. And uh, is it uh, chapter 17 of Luke, maybe? I, I have to look at it, but... Uh, when Jesus says, you know, if even if we were to do everything that he asked us, mm. we're still unprofitable servants. Sure. And we've got to look at ourselves that way in that kind of humility and, and realize that uh, it's not about us and what we can do for him, per se. Now, he requires some things of us, but still, uh, as you talked about, we're the created. We're not mm-hmm. the creator. And right. uh, we don't need to get too, too high on our horse, so to speak. Yep. Uh, Romans 1. Go to Romans 1, uh, audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have time to go and, and read that, but go and read Romans 1. And all those sinful things that are going on in that chapter, what is the root of it? It is that they have served the uh, the creature rather than the creator. Right. And uh, kind of the theme of this podcast, the creator 
deserves every praise from every creature every day. And if we get that right, then we are going to be looking for ways to serve him and serve others rather than ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're exactly right. And I think um, that we, we, we have to understand <clears throat> that ultimately God is the one who receives um, all that glory and all that praise and not we ourselves. And like you've mentioned, until we get that through our minds, we'll never be able to do all that we can. I heard it said one time this way that, <clears throat> and I think this is a big problem for a lot of people, that they try to approach God with this attitude of, and that's the exact same attitude as this, as this Pharisee. Look what I've done. Yep. God, look what I bring to the table. Look what I can do for you. God, you should be happy that I'm on your team. You know, But until, and I heard it said this way, too many people bring their resumes to God um, and say, look at what I've done. Um, but until God has our hearts in his hand and we allow him to use us however we're needed, um, we'll never be successful for him. Right, And so I think it's so important that we understand our place um, when it comes to Almighty God. Right. Moving right along, uh, I was going to ask you how we can become less self-centered as a society. I think we've answered that for the most part. It's just we need (laughs) to take the focus off of ourselves and place it on Christ and place it on others and and stop feeling like, oh, uh, look at what I can bring to the table. Well, how about look what I can do to help the team? And look at what I can do to serve God. And I think if we place the emphasis in the right places, uh, not taking the eye out of the equation, because like the sermon that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. the eye is there and and it's needed. Right. You don't take it out of the equation, but you plug it into the equation properly and and you keep uh, the bigger uh, picture in view. It's all about God and others and what we can do. Uh, to fit into that equation, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think about, you know, when I, when I look at the church, I think about a family, and obviously we're described as that, but I think about a team too. You know, a team works together. What is it they say? Teamwork makes the dream work, right? Right. Well, I think about Philippians chapter 2. Philippians is one of my favorite um, epistles that, that the Apostle Paul wrote. Um, I love that because it's so encouraging because if you think about it, this is the craziest thing too about the book of Philippians. Where was Paul when he was writing the book of Philippians? He was in prison, yep. and yet he sends out one of the most encouraging letters to to the church at Philippi. If you and I were in prison, I can guarantee you, at least for me, my first thought would not to be, hey, let me write a, a letter about how to encourage everybody else. Like that That's just mind-boggling to me, but yet, that's the mindset of the Apostle Paul, and it's just baffling to me. But in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3, the Apostle Paul says, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. And so three things I want to point out just very, very quickly. Number one, Paul says you have to be all in. He says, let nothing be done through selfish ambition. And I think a lot of people think, and I think a lot of people think this when it comes to Christianity, you can kind of just pick and choose where you want and you're okay. But we understand Christianity is something where you're all in. That's the, was the Clemson Tigers phrase, uh, hashtag all in, right? right. And that's, that's, that's how they view their football program. Well, you and I have to view Christianity like that. We are all in or we're all out. You can't be 50-50. You can't be 75-25. You can't ride the fence whatsoever. Can't can't be lukewarm. Right. Or you're going to get spewed out, Revelation chapter 3, just like the church in Laodicea. So you have to be all in. Let nothing be done. Nothing can be done this way. You have to be all in. Number two, be humble. He says in lowliness of mind, be humble. Be someone like Christ. Philippians 2, 5 through 8, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who humbled himself and became obedient even unto the death of the cross. So we have to understand, just like Christ, 
Humble yourself to do whatever you need to do in order to be pleasing to God and helpful to those around you. And that kind of takes us into point number three, exalt everybody else around you. And I think about passages like 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 11, Hebrews 10 verse 24, talking about this idea of looking at others, what can I do for you? And that's how you and I need to look at our brothers and sisters and not even just them, but even those in our communities. What can we do to help you and to put you in a better position because all too often we look at ourselves and think, what can I do for me? Well, let's change that around. Turn that around. What can I do for you? Right. And what can I do to help you? It, or um, I'm too good to do that. Yeah. Well, no, oh, not. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can do anything. Right. Whether it's scrubbing the floors or uh, cleaning the toilets. Right. You know, anything. Right. We're, we're not above uh, anything. I think sometimes in, in certain societies there are those who feel, well, I pay you to do that. Right. I'm, 100%. I'm not going to stoop to that. 100%. Level. And I think that's a good, um, not rebuke, but I guess a good thought um, for elderships. And I think there's a lot of elderships out there that think, you know, we're the elders. We make the decisions. Now you go do it. Well, and that is true. Elders need to have that kind of leadership and vision. But elders also need to be willing to roll up their sleeves and get in and do the work too. Because above everything else, they're Christians first. Um, and they're called to work and do just as much as everybody else is. Um, and so I think that's, that's a, that's a good warning and a reminder there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Lead out front rather than from behind. Sure. hundred percent. And that applies to us as preachers too, as well. Oh, absolutely. Kind of any leaders uh, in the church. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's finish up with talking about a few verses that I've got here. And the first couple I want to mention are in regard to the world's attitude. And as we have pointed out, the world's attitude greatly tends towards selfishness. Uh, just from Philippians chapter 2, which you mentioned a moment ago, verse 21 says, uh, For all seek their own. All seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. That is definitely true as it pertains to most of society. They sure. seek everything about themselves rather than Christ and, and then consequently uh, others. But also, and it's interesting, too. He says, seek their own, but then he says, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. So obviously seeking your own has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Right. It's completely opposite. Exactly. So it, it's counterintuitive right. to seeking the things of Christ. Absolutely. And then I also want to look at this, uh, the world's attitude from the perspective of a whole bunch of sins that are listed in 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, just real quickly. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be... Lovers of themselves. Right off the bat, selfishness is in this list, and then it also includes other things like lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, which is also selfishness. Yeah. Absolutely. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people turn away. If that list does not describe the people of society today, by and large, mm. I don't know what does. Sure. And it's interesting he says, um, and from such people do what? Turn away. Right. Don't don't be associated with people like that whatsoever, which is the warning to us. Right. Don't be like that yourself. Right. We, we should go to them and try to save them. Sure. But besides. Apart from that, we are not to be like them. We are right. not to look like them, talk like them, act like them. And I think, and I think that's where a lot of this may even come from is this idea of influence. I think a lot of people think that they can they can be around the world and not become like the world. And I guess in some sense you can because, like we said, you have to be around the world. Right. Um, you have to be in the world because you, you have to have a way of teaching people 
But you also need to be very careful with what you do because you can very, very quickly become just like them if you're yep. not careful. Absolutely. Evil com- companionships, corrupt good right. morals. 1 Corinthians so. 15, 33. Yep. So that is a, those are a couple of verses dealing with this selfish attitude of the world. Let's look at a Christian's attitude. And again, we go back to Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4. You mentioned them uh, a moment ago. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. And then also look at First Corinthians ten verse twenty four. When we talk about the attitude of a Christian, let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. We put those two verses together in Philippians and Corinthians. I think we will be on the right track as as far as what we need to be doing uh, yeah, this it, mindset. Absolutely, and it's interesting. Again, he says, let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. So I think he's kind of giving off this image of if you're seeking your own, you can't be seeking other people and what they what you can do. It's Again, it's this idea of one or the other. Yep. Yeah, they, they cannot coincide together. Right. Uh, a few more verses we can reference. James 3, verse 16, for where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Just a side note, selfishness, self-seeking, and envy go hand in hand. And we're actually going to talk about that next week on the podcast uh, with Caleb as well, envy. So that's James 3, verse 16. Then you go ahead a chapter, James 4, verses 1 and 2 says, where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. Where do these bad things come from? Desires for pleasure, right. which is selfishness. And then finally, I want us to look at Romans 15, verses 1 through 3. Romans 15 Verses 1 through 3, we then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached, you fell on me. We need to have that attitude that Christ had. It wasn't about himself. Right. Uh, it was about others and about the Father in heaven. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you for joining us for this episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. Lord willing, next week we will be talking about envy on the podcast, and uh, Caleb Rutherford will be with us again. Thank you for joining us, Caleb. Thank you. And helping us with these couple of episodes. Absolutely. All right. We will see you next week on the Everyday Christian Podcast. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.